Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but we would love to meet you in person. All are welcome, and that includes you. So if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service at the corner of Arthur Ashe Boulevard and Grove in the historic synagogue across from the art museum. Can't make it in person? No problem. We are also live streaming on YouTube. Contact our administrator at tikvatdirector at gmail.com for the link during the week or contact us on our website tikvatisrael.com. There, you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Shabbat Shalom and good morning. How is everyone feeling today? You feel tired? Relaxed? I'm really nervous this morning. <laughs> Thank you. I like I like the cheering section that I get. <laughs> because I'm gonna talk about fear this morning. Standing behind this bima is very helpful. Up top, I look steady and calm. But down below, my knees, they are knocking. So what is fear? Fear is defined as an intense emotion caused by the threat of a danger, pain, or harm. It's a natural human emotion that helps us to survive and avoid danger. Fear can be caused by a variety of things, including real or perceived threats physical or emotional pain, and the unknown. President Roosevelt once said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I never knew what that meant, and I still do. But we all have real fears of some type. There are literally hundreds of them, and they have a name called phobias. Phobia is a word that comes from the Greek phobos, meaning fear or dread. Phobia is beyond normal fear that could be triggered by a particular object, animal, place, or situation. The source of the fear poses no real danger, but the person is swept over, sometimes by extreme fear. People with specific phobias do it all to avoid it as it causes intense nervousness, which is sometimes intolerable. Classic symptoms of phobias are nervousness, trembling, rapid heartbeat, nausea, and being constantly worried about the object of fear. Some people are aware of their phobias will take some time to realize what is making them uneasy while coming across some particular things or situations. That's a lot to take in. Some common fears are fear of flying, fear of mortality, fear of public speaking, 
fear of failure, fear of the dark, fear of insects, fear of the dentists or doctors, needles, tight spaces, cats. Well, not me, I'm not afraid of cats. I got a couple of them. Dogs, strangers, fear of heights, bridges, etc. There are hundreds of these types of fears or phobias. I remember when I was young, when we were driving over a bridge, I would be so nervous about it, I would lift my feet up off the floorboard of the car for some reason, like, am I gonna fly through this or what? So I was a little nervous of that. I've gotten over that, but yeah, when I was little, that's what happened. So why am I talking about fear? Well, in this week's Parsha bow, God is getting ready to unleash the eighth, ninth, and 10th plagues upon Egypt. 10 plagues which were associated to 10 gods with a small g of Egypt. Showing with these signs and wonders that Adonai was supreme over all the gods with a small g of Egypt. Now, just imagine yourself in ancient Egypt and you're witnessing all of this. B'nai Israel already saw seven plagues against Egypt that they themselves were spared from. The water turning to blood, the frogs, the gnats, the flies, death of their livestock, boils on their bodies, and then there was the hail. Now we're in Exodus 10, verse one through 20. And as I read this, and you can read along with me on the screen, just visualize it in your mind what's going on here. Kind of like a Cecil B. DeMille movie, if you get my drift. Well, if you're not old enough to know that, then sorry, okay. But just picture this. Then Adonai said to Moses, go to Pharaoh, because I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, so that I might show these my signs in their midst. And so you may tell your son and your grandchildren what I have done in Egypt, as well as my signs that I did among them, so you may know that I am Adonai. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said to him, this is what Adonai, the God of the Hebrews says, how long would you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so they may serve me or else if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your borders. Then they will cover the face of the earth so that no one will be able to see the ground. They will eat the remainder of what escaped, whatever is left from the hail, and eat every tree that grows for you out in the field. Your houses will be filled, as will the houses of all your servants and the houses of all the Egyptians as neither your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen since the day that they were on the earth until today. Then he turned and went out from Pharaoh. 
Pharaoh's servant said to him, how long will this man be a snare to us? Send the men so they may serve Adonai their God. Don't you realize yet that Egypt is being destroyed? So Moses and Aaron were brought to Pharaoh again. Go serve Adonai your God, he said, but who will be going? Moses answered, we will go with our young and our elderly, our sons and our daughters. We will go with our flocks and our herds, for we must have Adonai's feast for him. But he said to them, so may Adonai be with you if I ever do let you go with your little ones. But see clearly now, evil is in your face. Not so. Go now, the men, and serve Adonai, for that's what you are seeking. Then they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Then Adonai said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, so they may come up onto the Egypt and eat every plant in the land, everything the hail has left. So Moses stretched out his staff over the land of Egypt, and Adonai brought an east wind over the land all that day and all the night. When it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. The locusts came up over all the land of Egypt and rested on the entire territory of Egypt. So dense, there was nothing like it before them, nor will there ever be again. For they covered the face of the whole earth so that the land was darkened and they ate every plant in the land and all the fruit from the trees that the hail had left. No green thing remained, not a tree or a plant of the field throughout all the land of Egypt was left barren. Then Pharaoh quickly called for Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against Adonai, your God, and against you. Now forgive my sin, only this once, please. So pray to Adonai, your God, just so that he would take this death away from me. It's very interesting. So he went out from Pharaoh and prayed to Adonai. Then Adonai turned the wind from the west, very strong, and it carried off the locusts and drove them into the Sea of Reeds. Not one locust remained in all the territory of Egypt, but Adonai hardened Pharaoh's heart and he did not let B'nai Israel go. Now, did you see all of this going on in your heads? Do you think Pharaoh was fearful of Adonai? Oh yeah, I believe so. Do you think all of Egypt was too? I think we could agree on that. But what about B'nai Israel? Here's something I think about if I was there. Witnessing the power and the might of Adonai, but the fact that he was doing it to them and not us, I think I would have developed a respectful fear of Adonai, like, okay, I see now what happens to those that don't listen. I don't think I wanna make him angry. However, folks, 
I don't think God wants us to be scared of him. Not then and definitely not now. I believe he wanted us to have that respect for him as a child respects and loves a good father. We should not be scared of the father. The people witnessed two more plagues against Egypt, darkness and the worst of them all, the death of the firstborn of Egypt. In Exodus 12, verse 30 and following, it says this, then Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a loud wailing in Egypt, for there was not a house where someone was not dead. So he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, rise up, go out from my people, both you and B'nai Yisrael. Go, serve Adonai as you have said. Take your flocks and your herds as you said and be gone. And interesting enough, he says this, but bless me too. Pharaoh said, bless me too. To me, that says Pharaoh feared Adonai. I think he did. He had enough and said to Moses, go, take everything with you and go. But God wasn't done with Pharaoh yet. And we'll read later what transpires at the Red Sea, but just a snippet of the end of that in Exodus 14 it says, when Israel saw the great work that Adonai did over the Egyptians, the people feared Adonai and they believed in Adonai and in his servant, Moses. Think back on all they had been through, B'nai Israel, the children of Israel, 430 years of bondage under Pharaoh. That's all they knew. Then witnessing these plagues and eventually leaving Egypt. Just, we gotta go and we got to go now. That's enough for anyone to be fearful of the unknown. Fear happens to everyone. And I believe the enemy uses our fear against us. The goal is not to let our fears overcome or overwhelm. When fear takes hold of us, we know we can turn to Yeshua and the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, to help us through it. But what about Yeshua himself? Do you believe he had fears of his own? I would say yes. He was without sin. But since he is God in the flesh, he experienced human emotions. He exhibited anger when he entered the temple in Jerusalem in Matthew 21. Then Yeshua entered the temple and drove out all those selling and buying in the temple. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those selling doves. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer but you are making it a den of thieves. In John 11, Yeshua was clearly grieving over Lazarus' death. 
before he raised him. And yes, Yeshua also experienced fear, as we see in Luke 22, after the Pesach meal. And Yeshua came out and went as usual to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, pray that you will not enter into temptation. And he pulled back about a stone's throw from them, got on his knees and began to pray, saying, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. Now an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And in his anguish, he was praying fervently and his sweat was like drops of blood falling down on the ground. So fear was apparent with that statement. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. But what does he say? Yet, not my will, but your will be done. And then the angel from heaven appeared, strengthened him. Yeshua was preparing to go through a tremendous and horrifying ordeal for the good of all mankind. He did it so that we who believe in him can deal with fear, no matter what we are experiencing in this life. Well, now I'm not that nervous anymore. I feel better talking about fear. And it said, you should face your fears. I would say this is true. So how do we do this? By all means, we should pray, seek the Lord, and ask for the Holy Spirit to guide us. I also do recommend speaking to someone that you are close to or can relate to, or maybe that has gone through what you're going through. We do that with each other because what? We love each other. And we have the love of the Lord. First John 4, 18 and 19 says this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And the one who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. And one more I want to read to you in closing from Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7. Keep this in your minds today. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the shalom of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah Yeshua. I'm not nervous anymore. Shabbat Shalom.